Coming up next on Let's Make It, we talk about some viewer emails, and then we come back, and Bob shows us the frustrating Rainbow Duino right after this. Let's Make It is brought to you by Ting, the new way everyone is getting their cell service. No overage penalties, great rates, keep what you do not use, no contracts, and someone will actually pick up the phone when you need support. Use our link and get $25 off your first month's service or your new phone. Just go to tech-zen.tv ting to save $25. Hello, welcome to episode 41 of Let's Make It. And this week we have Bob back with us. How you doing, Bob? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing good. Uh, things getting a little bit better on your side? Um, one more next two weeks are going to be really busy, and then we'll then things will quiet down. All right. So this week, um, I'll give you a little bit. Everybody, heads up. If you're on the stream uh, and you're not, or if you have a problem with the stream, just bear with us today. Because last Wednesday, I got this idea. I was going to rearrange my studio, and I tore it basically all apart uh, in the other room, the control room. So we are still working through issues with uh, streaming and Skype and all kinds of stuff. So it's gonna it's an ongoing process, and uh, sorry if you're experiencing any issues this week. So it'll, it'll only get better as time goes by. So uh, this week, um, I don't really have much to talk about. I have a couple things that I wanted to do want to talk about in the very beginning here. We'll take a short break, and then we're going to come back, and Bob's going to show us what he's got working on the Rainbow Duino and some, talk about some of his struggles that he's had with the Rainbow Duino. So... Uh, the first thing I want to talk about is I mentioned a couple weeks ago that I ordered an Udu. And uh, this is the Udu. And it basically, under this nice heat sink, is uh, another processor that's the equivalent of... It's a four-core processor, and it's the same processor that's used in the Raspberry Pi, just the four-core version of it. And then there's also this Amtel chip, which is the same chip that's used in the Arduino Duo. And these two can talk to each other. So basically, you have two different CPUs running on here. Um, I don't remember the amount of RAM that's on this. I think it's two gigabytes of RAM. And this, I think, is a gigabyte, this chip right here. Uh, but built into it, you see it has um, HDMI, Ethernet. It has both kinds of um, USB because it can be used uh, as a keyboard emulator or it can be used with, with peripherals. And it also has two sound cards on it. And then on this end, you see there is underneath the heatsink there, the card where you put the software to boot up this chip or this uh, system right here. And then after you get Linux loaded on this, you can actually program this from this Linux if you want to as well. And they communicate via serial. Uh, you can jump, change the jumpers over here so that you're talking directly to this Arduino. Uh, and you can also see right here that there's the same pins for the Arduino Do, and the thing that I mentioned last week about the, the Arduino Do is it's only 3.3 volts, so you got to make sure you don't try to run something 5 volts and, and blow it out, which is part of the reason I actually bought a Do, just to make sure the stuff I'm going to plug into this uh, it's, is uh, not going not gonna to hurt in any way. The other thing it came with is it came with a wireless right here. This is a Wi-Fi header so uh, i haven't i haven't put anything in this yet i just got it this week you can see there's not even an, uh, anything to boot up of yet in here i have to do that you know here soon 
with the studio changes though it just kept me really busy and then there's a, a couple jumpers one here is a power jumper over here there is um over here is eSATA this is i can't remember what it's called but it's the same monitor technology used in laptops so for monitors for touchscreen monitors and that's there um i can't remember what all the other ones were that were in here one of these, I think that's USB right there. And then um, this one here was. So there's all kinds of little jumpers you can do as well. So it's kind of neat. Uh, right now, the only thing they have for operating system for this is Linux. But I'm sure in the near future, they'll come out with other things that can be run on here. The the Linux, they just you can download, has the said that the Arduino code uh, to program it. So basically, you can plug in a monitor and a keyboard to this, make this your computer, and program the Arduino from the software it's running on that. It's a pretty neat little board. And it's actually, you can kind of see how small it is. It's, you know, that's my hand. I'm going to have another board. Okay, here's a good way to compare it. Let me grab this. This is the Arduino Do that we had last week. If I can get it untangled. That's how big it is. So it's not that much bigger. It's a little wider. So it's about the same length as an Arduino, just slightly longer. So, yeah, it's not, you know... Not that big. It's pretty pretty small. Actually, I was from the pictures I was seeing on Kickstarter when I ordered this. I thought it was going to be uh, considerably larger than what it is, but it's actually nice and tiny. So that was my receipt for this week. <laughs> I, I haven't had time to play with it yet, though. It's like you get a toy and you can't play with it. So oh, that's terrible. I know. That's I've been what crawling you get around for on floors. Studio apart. Yep, crawling around <laughs> on floors and putting things back together, or trying to get them to work again. So, yeah, it's been a little bit of a challenge this week to get, get any time to play. That's why I don't have anything for tonight. Thankfully, Bob has something we can talk about tonight. So um, I didn't ask you this earlier, Bob. Did you see the emails I forwarded you that we got this week? I saw a couple of them, and I answered the, the first couple. Uh, I did not have a chance to finish them, though. Okay, yeah, I've answered these as well. So we love the comments, so keep that kind of stuff coming. And we had some really interesting questions this week. Uh, let me see... Well, and tonight's show is based off of somebody's question, too. Right. That's right. This The Rainbow Duino was something that came to us from as a, as a question, um, and uh, somebody was having problems with it, which I think we now understand that why we have problems with it, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we'll talk yeah, about that uh, tonight, too, without uh, being really negative on it. Um, we'll try not to be too negative. Yeah. <laughs> so let me see if I can get the... Uh, I got another one from... I can't, I'm sorry if I mispronounced your name completely. Gennaro... Amendola, which I haven't, I don't know if I've even replied to them yet, and I haven't replied to them yet. So um, I will reply to that. And it's about a serial LCD um, in one of our other episodes. So we definitely talk about that. Um, he's having a problem getting the LCD to work, like kind of like I did when I first started mess with, messing with them. So we'll try to help him out with that. And if you if you have a question about something we talked about in the past, which one of them, the other one I got was about rotary encoders, which we did. I think three or four weeks ago, we did rotary encoders with stepper motors. And uh, if you have questions like that, that we didn't answer something properly or not detailed enough, or you have specific questions, you know, please let us know and we'll we'll come back and do that. In fact, I'm going to do that. I'm trying to figure out where the issue is, and maybe we'll come back and do another whole, a uh, little more deeper dive on the rotary encoder because we included it into a show about stepper motors and rotary encoders. We didn't focus on the rotary encoders. So uh, that was another one that we got. And I'm trying to find the other ones that I got. This week, let's see. Should be right here. It is. Uh, sorry, 
sorry, I've got my email closed down right now, so I can. It's okay. Run Skypes. Yeah, it's another one. Another very interesting one that I was um, looking at. That I've been going back and forth with. I just can't find the find the email right now. And we also got a couple other comments, you know, thumbs up type emails, which those are great to have too. Love getting that kind of feedback. Um, any kind of feedback is great. And if you have something particular you want us to talk about, uh, we can definitely do that. I did get a um, an email from somebody named William House who's talking about the switcher that I'm working on about using it with VidBlaster. And uh, I'm gonna look at doing that in the in the future. Another uh, another video software that controls video switching software that I want the controller to be able to control. Uh, I just haven't had the time to investigate that very far yet. And there's actually uh, a real nice guy. He's called that VidBlaster guy that uh, hangs around in some of the communities that I'm in, and I think I'm gonna get him to help me work work with that as well. Yeah, I don't see the other email that I that I sent to sent to you earlier today. I, I must have filed it away already. So, uh, but anyways, you know, we've gotten some really interesting emails and questions and we love uh, that kind of stuff. And just bear with us at getting back to you because, you know, we're, we're a little busy, but we'll get, we will get back to you. And yeah, that's it. That, I can't think of anything else right now. So um, we're going to take a quick break right here and then we'll be back. And when we come back, Bob's going to uh, show us what he has with the Rainbow Duino. work hard for your business. Your website should too. No matter what industry you're in, select your customizable high quality design with professionally written content and graphic elements created for your business. Make changes online whenever you like. Switch your background color, page layout, and text anytime. Add your pictures and logo. Upgrade your website with useful one-in-one -one web apps and integrate social media. Upload your photo albums and embed videos. With one click, optimize your website for viewing on mobile devices. Choose your free domain or you can easily transfer an existing one. Thanks to one-in-one's SEO tools, customers can find you everywhere. One-in-one -one My Website, a professional website created by you. When you open up an Audible audiobook, it opens up your imagination. Enjoy a steamy romance while ironing the sheets. Discover an historic battle while battling the bulge at the gym. Visit audible.com slash free books now to try two books absolutely free. Get caught up in a whodunit during a do-it-yourself project. Listen anytime, anywhere with the Audible mobile app. When you're out for a walk, learn how to climb the corporate ladder. Or bring a little magic to your minivan with a fantasy novel. With over 100,000 titles, Audible is an amazing experience that you can now try absolutely free. And just like our books, there's no binding. Our great listen guarantee lets you exchange a title you don't like for another. No questions asked. Visit audible.com slash freebooks to download two books of your choice right now.
it. We'd like to thank all of our sponsors for supporting the show. And uh, we, we're back now. And uh, in this half of the show, uh, Bob is going to show us what he has with his Rainbow Duino. All right. And this all started with a question from a viewer, what, six weeks ago, maybe? Yeah, probably about that far. That he was having trouble getting it working. And basically, we got curious about how it, how it works. So here it is. Uh, this is a this is the Raid Moduino with the uh, with an eight by eight matrix on it, and here it is. It's a it's a nice little it, it's a it's a nice little uh, combination. Whoop! My black background fell down. Um, it's a nice combination. I like it, but as we've talked about, it has frustrated me for a number of weeks. Um, it has. Uh, shall, we, shall we say how we got it working, or what didn't work first? Uh, whichever one you are most frustrated over. <laughs> well, I guess we we can talk about where it didn't work. Uh, I never got it working on my Mac. Um, I followed all the in instructions I could. I. Installed everything, and my Mac would never would never see it. So, um, even though Skype is actually running off of my Mac right now, this thing is actually connected to my Fedora 19 box. Um, and if you're interested, it's Fedora 19, the electronic spin, because that's where I do all of my work outside of of the show, all my design work. So, uh, and it worked fine there. So, but the first, and I guess what didn't work is I have never gotten the I squared C working either. I have never managed to get it to communicate. And one of the things I even did was I found on the Arduino playground a, a, a sketch that its whole purpose in life is to scan the available buses looking for, uh, looking for what's out on the out on the on the bus and it never that sketch could never find the never could find this thing so it's, that is just going through scanning through all the different uh addresses looking for something on that bus right. all it's doing is pinging the addresses to see if anything's out there and this thing would never answer back um i, I i'm sure it works i just haven't found the correct combination of settings because this thing is I, I have discovered it's pretty finicky um, but once it's working it seems it works pretty good so uh, but to get it to work let's go to all right give me just a moment to switch to a desktop All right, so now I did make, um, oh, this is the Mac, you won't see this. Uh, to get this to work, somebody needs to do, and we'll have, I'll put this in the show notes to, so somebody can read about this in the future. There are several things that you've got to do. First, when you select the board, um, in your list of boards, one of them is the Duo, and I can't pronounce the rest of it, um, 
but that's the board that you have to choose and with that board you also have to choose the ATmega328 because that is the processor that, you, that is on this. Uh, the third thing that actually are uh, third thing on the Arduino side is you also you must use the AVR ISP Mark II um, programmer on this. Uh, I've discovered before that for most of my projects I've always used the AVR ISP. But you have to use the Mark II to get to get a uh, program to upload to this thing. And then the last little piece is that there is a switch on the board underneath the matrix that you can't see right now. And it is be fine. I'm sorry. Uh, this switch right here, if you can tell where I'm, where I'm at, on one side of that is a label that says host, and on the other side of it, I have found documentation elsewhere that says that it's client. So it's a ho apparently it's a host-client switch, but if you have it on host, it will not work, so you have to switch it to the other side and then you can finally get a sketch to load. So, so yeah, I, I hope you see what I mean, that this thing is, uh, is very not, finicky. And it's not very well documented. It's a good, only good way to put it, correct? That, this is a family show, and that's a very nice way of putting it. <laughs> because outside of here, I, my, I have used other colorful words and phrases to describe the documentation. <laughs> And, and, and what else has been, something else that's been frustrating, you know, uh, after last week's show, uh, I know you sent Seed a message right? Uh, looking for uh, support. I sent them a third one. So between the two of us, we've sent four messages and haven't gotten a single reply back yet, which is very disappointing because this isn't the first one of their products that I've had that I really liked the product but been frustrated with the documentation. Right. Yeah, I know so, a couple of those things myself. Do, do they give you a schematic of, of how it's how it's put together? Say that again, please. Do they, do they give you a schematic? Um, they're a rudimentary one. They did not give you, there's not a true schematic for it. Okay. But they do give you an idea of, of, of how they're, you know, how it's put together in. Uh, how you can use it. Um, they do um, tell you the chips that are involved and give you links to the data sheets, which is which is really nice. Uh, I do have, and it'll be in the show notes as well. I may have it. No, I don't have mine there. Um, I do actually have. Uh, this is sold as a kit on Amazon. And I do have the, it, it turns out that the matrix, um, the matrix display that's on here is actually one that I had been looking at somewhere else uh, for a completely different project. And one moment, and I will have that on the screen. And this, this will be, I have this for the show notes. So here is the, the data sheet for the matrix that actually comes with the kit that you can buy from Amazon. Uh, 
and for somebody watching, I believe the, I think I paid 25 for the, for the rainbow Duino and, and this matrix was just another five bucks, which is a really good price. Uh, so here's, here's the data sheet for that. And we'll, I'll, we'll include it in the show notes. But once you've got all of those little things fixed and just right, then you can actually upload a sketch. And this is this. Forgive me, I'm having to go back and forth between two machines tonight. And more than and several cameras too. There we go. Okay, so this is shapes. And this is the this is a sketch that we'll go back to. Um, and it's it's pretty it's basically a modified version of an example that comes in the Rainbow Duino library. Uh, so let me switch back to Okay, so here's here's the 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 Rainbow Duino. This is the this is a mod, this is a modified version of what they sent. And uh, I guess we can walk through this. This this first one I, I've, we've talked about it in other episodes. One of my kids is a police officer. Right. So I, I always find myself doing flashing red and blue lights. So <laughs> I, just, I just can't help myself. <laughs> sure it isn't your yeah. inner desire that you want to grow up and be a, be a police officer? Um, you know, I wouldn't make a good police officer. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, I'd probably tase somebody just because they deserved it, <laughs> not because they were under arrest or something. Um, but this first, and, but I've done something similar to this in in other in other demos. Is have you know, very fast blinking lights. So this first little piece is just switching between uh, flashing red two times very quickly, and of course this right here is the is the code for. You know, it is red, green, blue, um, just as RGB LEDs, the, the, the software is organized the same way. So it's, it's easy to see what you're, uh, what you're looking at. So it's just flashing red and blue. And then it does some drawing vertical, drawing horizontal lines. Uh, you know, the, there's nothing terribly difficult or, you know, interesting here other than this is, you know, it kind of goes through all of the, all of the shapes that are available, uh, you know, drawing lines, drawing horizontals, making a rectangle, making a rectangle, filling it, drawing a circle. Um, there's quite a few of those in the library itself. Okay. So now I did make one, I did, well, I made a couple changes to the library. And I guess while we're talking about this, I'll go ahead and bring that up. Uh, this is a library that's downloadable from, uh, you know, that's on the Rainbow Duino page from Seed. 
And the two changes that I made here in the CPP file um, is one, I sped this thing up. Um, what I discovered was that to do some of these very quick flashing displays, it, the uh, multiplexing was not fast enough. So this, when they, when it comes from seed, this line right here, and this is using timer one uh, right out of the box, just like any other Arduino would use. This, this line was set to 10,000, which essentially gave you 200 hertz uh, of, of cycling on the display, which for a lot of things is just fine. And then I added in all of this so someone can calculate uh, you know, can see what speed it's actually running at. Um, but the only way to get this up to the 400 hertz that I'm running this at is to change was to change one other place, which really surprised me that they would write the code this way. And it's this section right here, this blank display, which is one of the most fundamental uh, functions in their library. For whatever reason, they were coming through here in in a four in two for loops and manually setting each XY position for all three colors to zero one at a time. So and not very I, efficient. It very inefficient. Well, I just okay. All this is is a three-dimensional array. So I just reset I I just use memset, you know, the old C function to and thankfully, it worked for an Arduino, um, and and that gave me enough uh, uh, enough of an improvement in efficiency that I could get to 400 hertz. Because before I couldn't, uh, in my example up here, you know, I, I put in the number for 333, but if I hit 350. Sometimes it would work. Sometimes it wouldn't. It was very that was not very that stable the, at that point. Not it, yeah. It all its stability was gone. So once I got to you know got that one, just took out that for loop and put in the mem set, then then I could hit four hundred, and I've actually cranked it up to nearly five hundred before I hit stability problems again. So. So those were the those were the two changes that I made in the library, and then I've got a couple other. Let's see. Let's go to. All right. This is a matrix that just demonstrates the matrix display on it. Um, this is. I did not find anything about a license on this gentleman's uh, blog page. But I thought this was a really cool display. So hopefully if word ever gets back to him that we've used it, he doesn't get mad at me because I've got his link right there. And uh, it's just a cool display. Do you know what his name was? Um, oh, uh, the, I was going to try to give him just give him credit, but we'll make sure that link's in there so that he gets credit for it. Yeah, his credit, it's in there, and I believe, no, that's not the right one. Yeah, we'll, we'll, 
we need to make sure that it's in there. I'll get it before the show notes for sure. Because um, you're right, he needs to get credit for it because it is a pretty cool uh, display. And let me switch back to, um, well, basically this program right here, it's just cycling through uh, the various hues that you can have on it, on the, on the display. And as we were talking before the show, the camera really doesn't, doesn't even do justice. <laughs> doesn't do justice. I mean, it, it's a really nice display. Yeah, that's but one of the problems just, with LEDs and cameras. I mean, we see that even when I do things here, you know, with the nicer video camera, it's still, it's too much light from when one location for the camera to be able to understand and, and deal with it. Right. And I have every, I mean, I've got a lamp right next to the camera, just trying to help that out. And I've got every light in my office on right now, and I still... I uh, can't get it, but it really is a nice display. And in the show notes, there will actually be two two of his programs in there. One of them is this whole field, uh, all 64 LEDs uh, changing colors. The other one was a grail outline that, uh, that again, I just thought it was cool. Yeah. That's why you play with lights. You know, That's right. To make, it is to make fun things. Little boys so, grow up licking lucky lights. <laughs> That's right. Nothing, nothing wrong with making, you know, blinky lights. That's right. And then the last, then the last sketch that I've got for tonight is is one that, again, it's a it's a modified version and it's loading now uh, of a of a draw character uh, example that they give. And of course, I'm not being very creative with what I scroll across the screen. Um, but they didn't have a scrolling function. They just had a, uh, oh, and I've got an old version here. I'm not going to, oh, that, that's right. So, yeah, scrolling let's make it dot TV is, you know, that's not terribly, <laughs> That's not terribly interesting, but... Um, no, but it shows some of the capabilities, still. It, it does show some of the capabilities. So, uh, is there any way you can put these together, like more than one side-by-side? Side? Oh, yes. That, that's one of the nice things about this guy. And while, we're, while we've brought it up, we'll just, just bring it up. If you look here on the side, these pins right here will actually connect in to these pins right here. So you can have a whole array of these things and make a large display if you like. Now, the large display is done with the I squared C, which, um, which I obviously don't have working. Um, but it is made to make a large display of these things. And, uh, you know, at, at 30 bucks, uh, you know, for a for a square, it's actually relatively reasonably priced. I mean, you can you can do a display like this a little cheaper, but you can also spend a ton more money. So, right, it actually isn't it isn't priced too bad, and it the colors do look nice. I mean, they're not perfect, uh, uh, but it's you know for the price and what it can do, it's it, it is really nice. It's just really it's just really frustrated me. 
and I don't know if we've kind of hinted at it on the show, but I've been fooling with this for a month, uh, you know, off and on for the last month, and and this is as far as I've gotten because I've wasted so much time with the I Square C setup that I failed on. So, so when you're doing I squared C, what were you controlling it with? Well, you're, I was using an Arduino, um, and I tried uh, both the uh, uh, the Uno and the Leonardo that I have sitting. I've got a couple of them sitting around available, um, but I, neither one of them could ever could ever talk to this thing. So, and that's where we got back to the. You know, that's where I went looking for that scanner to to find to find it to even find the address. Uh, so, so. Is, is there anything in their examples that show how you do it, having one of them control another one? Uh, it's all done with I square C and the and the addresses. Right, so, and they didn't give you any hints on how to do any of that stuff anywhere. It, 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 I, okay, I didn't get that far. Because, uh, you know, without the I2C working, how to control across an array of these displays, I really wasn't interested in, in, in looking at that because I wasn't there yet. Right. So right. kind of taking first, first problem first. So, um, but it's a, it's, you know, the bottom line is it's a, it is a nice display and, it, and you can crank up the speed to, to make some really quick you know, fast displays run across it, but it is very frustrating. And I understand clearly why the gentleman who contacted us originally was having trouble with it. Because <laughs> I've had the same trouble. Yep. So of course, a few times I've, I've threatened, you know, I've, you know, talking to myself, I've threatened to uh, desolder it and <laughs> reuse different parts of it <laughs> reuse parts elsewhere and of course you know a few colorful words and phrases <laughs> so needless to say this we'll is keep, not necessarily we'll a beginner's thing right uh, no this is not a beginner one um, but it is something that I will continue to you know maybe Seed will finally contact one of us and we can get some of these problems worked out and we'll be able to show folks exactly how to get it to work um because, and that was that was something else that surprised me uh, to not you know over the last few weeks as well. I mean I'm you know I've Googled everywhere, and there has not been a clear description of how to set this thing up. So yeah, that's, that's... so in the, so when somebody comes back later and wants to look at the show notes for this, that's going to be very step by step, uh, very clear how to how to get this thing to work. Right, and if we figure out the I2C, we'll come back and do another show. Absolutely. On that side of it, too. Yeah, and, if, so, and I guess if anybody knows about the the hidden documentation or has figured it out, you know, let us know that as well. Yeah. Yeah, cause that's, that's uh, a little frustrating. So um, earlier I mentioned about rotary encoders, and that was Jer or Andy Fink. Uh, I couldn't find his email, but I found it. And actually, I think Andy may actually be in... Um, the chat room asks with us. Oh, he's asking the question: Is it called I squared C or I two C? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, it goes by. It, it goes, goes by, by both. Yeah. I, it, I think 
I square C is probably the more correct. Right. I think actually when we had um, the guy from NXP on, he uh, he was calling it I squared C. So, but I two C really it would be said I squared C and with a little two up a little bit higher. So, uh, but um, I know when John was on, John Hall was on. He was saying he was calling it I squared C. And that's what I've tried to stick with as well. Although I think I've uh, thinking about what we've talked about tonight, I, I think, think I've should, slipped. Yeah. Well, I think we we sometimes call I two C just because it's shorter than I squared C. Right. But, so there, I can see the good green colors on that. Yeah the 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 new camera the new camera does look a lot better. So uh, for 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 everybody, I actually went out and bought a new uh, a new hundred dollar camera just for this episode. So well, it'll but, come it'll come in good use for more than just. The it'll, oh yeah, it, uh, yeah. It's but I need yeah I needed a good excuse to go buy a new toy is what it is. So <laughs> that's the line that I'll give my wife later. Yeah. She won't believe me. She's know. not listening, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, she's not listening. Tonight. She's out of town. So uh, well, you know, she she could be watching. Uh, probably not. You know, she's no, she's not. She hears the show from the sidelines enough that, that she no, she's, she's not, not interested. She's not going to win. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's not listening. Yeah, that's my wife too. It's just the way it goes. <laughs> but a lot of times she will watch these episodes just to hear what kind of trash I was talking. So, uh. <laughs> but no, oh. it, but that's the that's the Rainbow Duino. So, seed, if you're watching. Call yeah. Us. Yep. Well, we do buy or stuff from you all the time. So. Yeah. Not just boards. I mean, not just uh, kits. Sometimes we have boards made there. I've had uh, quite a few boards made from them. Yes. So definitely a, have, a frequent I've customer. Had boards made there. Yes. We are. We definitely are our customers that that spend money. Yeah. So uh, while I have Andy's attention in the chat room, I got his email uh, about eight thirty or so tonight, eight thirty four, and. Um, if you could send us the code you're doing, we can take a look at it for you. Also, need to know like how many segment, how many uh, LED segments do you want in your display? Um, Bob's the LED person, but um, I can help you out that too. But um, I make sure Bob had Bob's senior email. I forwarded it to him as well, so he has a copy of it as well. Uh, the rotor encoder part's pretty easy. I just need to know a little more about what you're trying to do as far as like number of LEDs for countdowns, things like that. Basically, I think you're trying to, my understanding was you take a stovetop timer where you say how many minutes you want to count down to control relay, which actually is not that difficult. Um, the hardest part probably would actually be the LEDs, depending on how many segments you want to do. And I guess I haven't, I haven't seen the email, but I, I haven't I forwarded to you earlier today. Okay. And my email, I've had it turned off for a while. So yeah, I'll, I'll forward you one. I just got here too in a little bit. That's okay, cool. but you yeah, would we'll definitely help him out and maybe get another episode talking about timers and stuff too. That'd be another interesting subject. I do have um, the um, the chip that John Hall sent me for for the timer, the time chip. I did get it working, okay. so I have another episode I want to do as well. It's sitting on my desk, waiting to do an episode on it because it's pretty neat. Excellent. Not really sure that would work. Doesn't really fit into the countdown timer as much as, but it's a neat timing, timekeeping chip. 
Well, I've got a, another idea for, for this thing, if I can get the I squared C working. But that's, that's for, that'll, that'll be an interesting episode. Yeah, yep. Well, maybe we'll get lucky and somebody watches us and says, hey, I've done that before. I figured it out. <laughs> yeah, hope so. All right. So is that what you is all you have for tonight? That's that's what I got for tonight. There there will be lots of links in the show notes and lots of code in the show notes. Um, so this will be all the documentation will be there for everything we've talked about tonight. All right, great. Um, I do want to make one other note. I I found out that uh, the person who's been doing the web pages is has never been putting up the code. Last couple episodes so i found that out and just reminded her to do it so if you're looking for a source code for the last couple episodes it'll be up there soon she's just forgot to put it up so just a side note okay well. all right well uh, a couple of housekeeping things the show uh, airs it's recorded live and airs i guess uh every monday night at 9 p.m eastern and uh, we'd love to have you come in and get in the chat room like Andy's in the chat room tonight and we can interact with you. You can ask questions, things like that. Uh, this was episode uh, 41 of Let's Make It. And it's recorded what's today, the 21st of October in 2013. And uh, we'd love to have you come and chat with us on a Monday night. So that's all we have for tonight. And next week, hopefully we get all of our studio issues kind of worked out so that we're back up and solid again. <laughs> I got another week to get that stuff worked out. <laughs> That's right. All right. We'll see everybody next week. All right. Good night. Night. For show notes for this show, contacts, and more, go to the techzen.tv website where you can get show notes for all of our shows. We love to hear from our viewers and listeners. We have an email, a Twitter, and a phone number where you can contact us for each show. For details, visit the techzen.tv website and get the show details. You can also make a video and upload it somewhere like YouTube or Vimeo and then just send us a link. You never know, you may see your video in a future show. You can get all of our shows delivered automatically to your favorite device by going to your favorite podcast website like iTunes and subscribing. Each of our shows also has a YouTube channel you can subscribe to to get regular updates. Our shows are also available on most internet radio networks like Stitcher and TuneIn Radio. You can also watch and listen to our shows on Xbox, TiVo, and Roku. You can even find us on your Zoom.